I did just get, get to see uh, Captain Marvel uh, tonight, and I enjoyed it. I'll say that. I'll I'll talk more about it in a video that has spoiler tags and stuff, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything here. Is it rated like I expect it to be rated? What does that mean? Well, I remember, I, or I don't know if you saw it, but I polled you earlier and said what I expected in terms of scoring-wise. I can't remember. Swimming in sevens? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to remember. Like we had, a, we had quite a few polos going on earlier. We did. Swim, swimming in sevens. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. There were some parts I did yeah. not enjoy. There were some parts that I really enjoyed. And sure. uh, and yeah, I mean, I will I will say that I appreciated I appreciated the things that it did, and appreciated the, that it didn't do certain things to try to be too on the nose about like, look, it's a woman. So, you know, I mean, like girl power and everything, but yeah. you knew that was going to be heavy handed. They advertised it being heavy. handed It wasn't as heavy handed as you'd expect is what I mean. Uh, so I was kind of, kind of, well, that's good. I'm kinda happy about that. Cause I'm like, I don't, I mean, I don't they, were, it. they were pushing it like it was going. Yeah. No, they, they totally were. They totally were, but I had fun. I had fun. Uh, but that's what my thing is. Whenever you have a universe like this and you have as many movies as you do, uh, it is awesome that there is a, like finally a female centric character. Like, you know, there was black widow and black widow's cool, but it's not like black widow has ever had her own single spotlight. She's a part of every movie. So that part is cool, but the, like, they can't all be like tens. Like, like Infinity War was a ten. I would say Black Panther was like a nine, nine five. Uh, Civil War is a ten. Ant Man th- uh, in the Wasp, the second one. That one was like a seven. Yeah, Ant Man. The first uh, Ant Man was like what eight and a half, nine. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was fun. And and so you need it. You like you can't just have every single like one be awesome as much as you want that to happen like that's what you expect to happen but as long as you're having a good time and enjoying it like to me they have a formula in place Mm -hmm. that just wins yeah and it's still a better yeah and it's still a better story than twilight that's what i say (laughs) this weekend our collective heads wanna put an old rumor to bed stereotype that you've all heard how we're all just angry video game nerds most of us have actual jobs kids and families and cats and dogs yeah this week in our collective heads this week in our collective heads Welcome to this week yeah. in our collective heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. We're here giving you Hello. the news like we do every single week. Live on Facebook, live on places. We're everywhere. Go follow us at Twiatch. We're Twiatch everywhere except for uh, Twiatch Gaming on Twitch. But we're going to be doing some rebranding, so that may be changing a little bit. But go ahead and follow our pages and subscribe because that those will stay the same. We're excited. <laughs> Robert said he read an article that said Marvel movies are the patriots of movies. <laughs> are the patriots of the movies? They just like they just keep winning even when they shouldn't yeah. win. Even when there's no reason for them to win, they're winning. 
That's a good one. Yeah, I like, I that. like that. I like that. D- does that make does that make uh, DC the lions of movies, Robert? He's from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be cold. Yeah, I don't. I don't follow basketball that much, but. <laughs> Anyways, basketball I'm jo- what i'm joking lo- okay <laughs> don't do it to me now <laughs> oh no no that's like my i always i always like yeah it's the deadpan like oh no i don't i don't like watch yeah whatever sport we're talking about i'll say something else because i'm just trying to be you know, <laughs> you know i had to robert you know i had to you said why well, i got a bust on the line that's right it's okay man it's okay so where are we starting so we're starting with uh apex legends yeah, yeah, which I'm I'm really excited about. I'm really happy about. Um, Fifty million players, fifty million concurrent players. Um, not concurrent. Was it not concurrent? I thought it was concur- no. Total, that would make total downloads. Okay. If they had if they had fifty million concurrent, that would be quite impressive. <laughs> be pretty amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm happy for them. I mean, like we talked about, they um, they dropped this without announcing anything. And just went for it, and it's doing better than Anthem. That's pretty amazing. Oh. Well, yeah, it's doing better than Anthem. Picture. That's that's not saying much. <laughs> there. Uh, the thing about that, I don't know. I think I don't think they're really comparable. As much as people wanted to say that uh, EA, like they didn't know what EA was doing in terms of launching those two <laughs> next to each other, from what I understand respawn they went to ea and were like no we just should do this right now we shouldn't we shouldn't tell anybody it's coming or anything we're just going to drop it right now and respawn was completely correct uh because the numbers don't lie their game is fantastic uh well very well made free to play no pay to win just like they, they pulled the Fortnite model. They had a different type of system in there, the ping system, which uh, we don't have to talk too much about it, but Fortnite mm-hmm. has already adopted has yeah. already adopted the ping <laughs> system because it works so well. You don't have to talk in the mic with people. You have the classes. It's just really cool. I really, though, I want them to say something money-related. I want to know how much people are spending. Yeah, I just. Okay. Just out of pure curiosity, I know it's that that's where it's definitely not going to be Fortnite numbers or anything. But like, if those if those fifty million people, if there was averaging, you know, one dollar, uh, that's fifty million dollars, and I would expect it's more than that. Yeah, I would, I would expect that it's more than that on the average. Um, but it's it just cracks me up. We have a with a company like Bioware dropping Anthem, which they really promoted the heck out of. And and Apex Legends is catching on and is a better game, objectively speaking. And that's kind of sad to me. Yeah, the thing about Anthem with Bio, like, there there was some other stuff that I listened to where they were kind of talking about, like, is this a talent problem? And I don't, I think it was a management problem. There, this game was not ready to come out. Um, it's funny because they said that Anthem was ready last year, and that was clearly not true. And it's still clearly not true that it's not ready. Like it is still a beautiful looking game. Um, you can tell that there is a shell there where Anthem could have something, 
um, but they released it too early and now it's just going to be a thing of can they catch up but they're not going to be able to catch up if they brick some PS4 no they're not I mean out of everything you could think of I've I've seen uh, it even happened to Greg Miller. I mean, it's happening to yeah. quite a few people. It's not just it's not just like the uh, well, the Red Ring of Death happened to quite a few amount of people as well. But um, I read I read Ring to three sixty back in the day. I never did. I had three, but that was wow. yeah. But th- I'd never read Ring to single one. Um, that being said, I'd modded them, which is why I had to keep trading them out. But um, As you do. Yeah, but never, never red ringed them. Um, but either way, I mean, this is widespread enough that it's happening to quite a few people. At least the people that it shouldn't happen to, that you don't want it to happen to, it's happening to. Uh, your, influencers, your influencers, like uh, Greg Miller, yeah. like that's the last person that you want to see that 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 happen. Now, it didn't. Uh, to be clear, everybody thought it was bricking it. It turns out that you could put your PS4 into recovery mode. Yes. And if you've never done this in computer land, you could rebuild. Uh, it's kind of like, it's, it's not exactly like reinstalling the OS or anything, but you're re- basically telling your hard drive to rebuild the data that's on that hard drive. And even though that's not bricking it, that's still scary stuff. From a like download perspective, you're like, oh my God. From a non-technical <laughs> person, like you said, from a non-PC person who's not used to having to do something like that, where it's like, oh, I got to reformat this hard drive. Or like, no, it's like that is scary and yeah perfect perfect example my um of a non-tech household and i i'm, I'm gonna yeah. this in a very nice way um sure and if 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 she's watching i'm sorry but i'm gonna talk about this uh my sister uh and her son like they have a ps4 mm-hmm. ps4 stopped working it has not worked for i want to say four months i may be wrong yeah. I would, uh... um so he has an xbox so he's been oh. just playing the Xbox. Like I got him Spider-Man when it came out, and he hasn't there been able go. to play Spider-Man. No. Um, so as I mean, like non-technical. Like I tried to troubleshoot stuff. Maybe it's something simple that I could have fixed. I don't know. But for for them, it stopped working. They're like done. Not gonna, not even gonna mess with it. So. And that's why somebody like me has a job. That's exactly. That's exactly uh, why we have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I fix software for a little yeah so they are they um uh who's the Bioware yeah. Bioware has already said uh and I updated this they came out just uh today uh on Push Square saying that they do have an update coming next week to fix this problem um really you know I I think that the good that came out of this was like they instantly went onto social media and they said, Hey, we actually want those crash reports. You know, those things that you always just cancel out of and never care about because your game just froze. We want crash reports. We want you to like, tell us exactly what you were doing when it went down. They solicited help from the community that they have. So I think they're trying to show like, Hey, we, we do care about this game. Obviously, you can't have something breaking PS4. So this is a quite obvious thing. But at the same time, the way that they went about it in terms of reaching out to everybody and saying, hey, please tell us what you did to do this so that we can fix it and fix it fast. Mm-hmm. Um, that part of it's good. But still, on the big, like, other, aside from PC, where uh, a lot of people are playing, the other biggest ecosystem that you have this game on is playstation mm-hmm. and to mess with that ecosystem 
That sucks, man. It's kind of, it's just yeah. like, it's a, it's a total kick when you're down. It really like, does. That's what you don't want to see. Like, like Robert in the comments saying that, uh, that R. Kelly's doing better than Anthem right now. <laughs> that was wrong. Man, his meltdown. <laughs> did you see his meltdown? Yeah. Holy crap. That was, I would, like, props to, I can't remember her name now because I'm so bad with names, but props to her. That lady. She kept it cool the whole stood time. There. Robert. Robert. <laughs> when she, when she's called. Oh, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go on a tangent about that, but that, that cracked yeah. me up. That cracked me we'll up. We'll let that go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so far, I will say we've been, yeah, we've been, we've been dogging Anthem for quite a, quite a few reasons. I want it to be good. Like, I really like the gameplay. Um, I missed it when, uh, after the beta, I was like, man, I really want to play this game again. And then I got it and it was so, it's so repetitive that I don't want to play it. Like I, I'm going to play it, but I'm not driven to, to go back and explore more or driven to go back and, um, and you know, level up my character. Did you hear, yeah. speak of that, speaking of that, um, there's, there's been a, quite a few problems with the loot system. Uh, and I'll be very brief on this, but one of the problems that yeah. they had with the loot system was that uh, it was randomly generating uh, loot whose mm -hmm. properties could not help the, the the weapon or item that it was. Like it was completely opposite and uh, not, in, uh, you know. Um, uh, How's it supposed to work? So, well, I mean, like it's supposed to be like random, like Diablo or or any of those right. kind of things, right? So, but some of the attributes, like it would be, you'd get like a sniper rifle, and it's like it does, it'll add plus damage to pistols, and you're like, wh like what, like or or it was a, a weapon that did some uh, x uh, like fire damage or something, and it had said it would increase damage on shock. It was like completely different things. Oh, like the title, like the title and the stat didn't match, and like what you were trying to put it on didn't match. Oh no, no, like like okay. it did it it did one thing and did another thing that does not help huh. it. Um, uh, so okay. uh, there there was like countless details with it. They they uh, yeah. the designer for Diablo uh, three, one of the game designers, uh -huh. like put that put together this thing where it's like here's how you fix your game, guys. And like had a Reddit post talking about it. One of the things that's still going on right now is one of the starter. I want to say it's a defender uh, marksman rifle or assault rifle. Level one, uh, because of the way that scaling works in the game, can do better than your level forty-five weapons. <laughs> so, why why go for loot? Why go for loot when your starter weapon's better? Speaking of Diablo three, do you, did. Did this have a worse launch, or did Diablo three have a worse launch? Okay. I know that they're not this. The int, I know that it, like one's a looter shooter and one's a looter dungeon crawler, but you know there's some similarities. I played both at launch, and yeah. I will say that I had more. I have. Uh, I experienced the the error. I can't remember what it was. Forty three or whatever it was. Forty two. Couldn't be forty two. Um. Whatever era that was. It'd never be 42. No, it'd be too good. I think it was like 47 or something. Like I, I, I got that. I couldn't play for a while. But that went on for like, I think, a day and a half, and that was it. Um, and then the game was playable. The load screens mm -hmm. weren't terrible. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, they are both games that are completely lacking in what we wanted them to be. They were never near as good as... I mean, Diablo 2 is a better game than Diablo 3. 
Yeah, but at least Diablo, I mean, and like all the other ones, I mean, Destiny had a terrible launch too. Diablo 3 did have an epic turnaround yes. whenever, they, whenever they fixed the uh, the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. I think that was one thing that, that was a very interesting idea to add real money in the marketplace. And um, I actually know some people. I said it's interesting. I didn't say it was okay. good. It was an interesting okay. idea. Um, I know some people who made quite a few quite a few shekels off that, but it's just not I was too say, much. Are you looking for the word greedy or interesting? <laughs> well, I said interesting. I, okay. It was it was an it was an interesting idea okay. where where they thought like, oh well, we'll have a player driven economy, literally player driven. But the problem is that some people will pay ridiculous amounts of money for stupid digital stuff that they'll never see again. Or they can just be deleted off of a server. And that's the crazy thing to me. It's crazier than horse armor. Yeah. This is where I got scared and really random, like not a segue at all. Yeah. But this is where like I got scared first. I was thinking about the PlayStation 5 this week. If that thing is not backwards compatible, do you know how many like I, I was looking at my PS4 library yeah. with PlayStation Plus and all the other games that I have stacked up. My library is like 300 games deep. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, Play, yeah, PlayStation Plus, and I. I know you don't. You don't uh, hold on to to games, right? If you've beaten, like, or you you hold on to certain uh, ones, uh, right? But every, like, I I don't sell games. You don't sell them. I thought, okay, you you don't revisit. Them I just usually. don't. I just don't replay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I keep them. Yeah, I got you. So. I paid for that. I paid for that game. It's going to sit its happy well, ass. Well, some people like some people want to, you know, if if you could sell it at a decent price and you re, yeah. you know, then I, I get that. But obviously, GameStop's not going to do that. But I'm, um, I know some people that like they buy a game, they play it, they resell it. If unless it's a specific game in their collection, that's right. You, you keep yours though. Um, yeah. But I think the idea, if it's not backwards compatible, I think there are a lot of people who are going to be upset. Uh, for, I'll be quite upset. Yeah, because uh, you know the Xbox is going to. At this point, oh, yeah. there's no like with all that they've done. They they, they added the 360 emulator. You could play original X, Xbox mm -hmm. games. Like, well, they there's said, no way. Yeah, they've they've said X, Xbox has said from here on, it's yeah. always going to be it's always going to be compatible. You're always going to keep whatever games you have in your library right now are always going to be part of your library. And if PlayStation doesn't do that, I think that may be a death knell for them. Um, yeah, and I, I look at it similarly, Robert, where I, in terms of the physical, like, I don't buy a lot of physical games anymore, but I buy pretty much every Sony studio game, like all their exclusives, I have bought physically, and that is pretty much my entire shelf, and then a few extras in there, too, like I have the Kingdom Hearts thing, even though I dropped that like I have it, but yeah, the that curated physical collection, mm -hmm. but if they don't do, like, I can see them not because they're just like, you know, time to move on. Uh, but they better. They better... I, I understand why PS3 hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Like, that for people who don't understand, the, the architecture that they used for their software on the PS3 is insane. It's unlike anything that has been done uh, in gaming, and it's not very it's not really done in computers very often either with these like the cell structure and so it's really hard to emulate it's not intuitive that's why it has it's not happen. intuitive yeah. it's hard to emulate like you said it's not being done elsewhere so it's really hard to it's hard to emulate something on that yeah. um that being said i think that segues really well because we're talking about uh the future of playstation future of xbox uh, xbox yeah. one uh they're going to be in they're 
pre-order pre-order sales are out for an all digital Xbox One S is basically what it they, is. They announced the pre-orders? I thought they announced the pre-orders. Was I wrong? Uh, I didn't think they'd actually announced the system yet. I thought it was a rumor. Let I me open it up again. I thought they'd announced the system. I, I may have been uh, misreading because what I was looking at a different article than the one that's in the notes. Um, we switched notes here, so things are a little different. Um, this is something that's been rumored for quite a while. Um, if it if it's happening, uh, I it doesn't surprise me, especially with Xbox. Xbox with their Game Pass and uh, Games with Gold and being able to buy digitally, all of those things together, it does not surprise me that they would move towards a discless system. Did you find anything? I just see all digital. I still don't see a priority yet. It is confirmed that it's coming it out. Confirmed. I just don't know. I just don't know about okay. uh, pre-orders. I may have yet. misread. I may have misread that they were waiting for pre-orders or something. But um, yeah, the fact that it's confirmed. I mean, like I said, this this didn't surprise me. We've this is something that was rumored for quite a while, and I think with Xbox uh, Game Pass, including the Xbox subscription plan, where you you have a subscription that gets you Game yeah. Pass, gets you gold, games with gold. It's like yeah. you could buy one of these or subscribe. And mm -hmm. just download stuff. I mean, you're gonna have to manage your hard drive, like. Yeah, well, I want to know how big of a hard drive it comes with. The price tag on this is only two hundred bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's so nice. It, it, it can't be. It can't be. I mean, obviously, and, I think it's gonna be five hundred gig. And the Xbox One S is already a very valid, like such a nice piece of hardware. Oh, yeah. Whenever with the the upgrade from the Xbox One to the Xbox One S, it wasn't huge or anything, but it added the HDR in there. It was, it was already a well-priced thing. Taking the disk drive out of there whenever there isn't any games on there anyway. <laughs> uh, I say that in the nicest way. But like, the only thing that sucks is that those people who have been enjoying the fact that you can do the backwards compatibility thing, you can't... Uh, I don't know how they would compensate for you like... Uh, like before you could stick your xbox 360 disc in there and it would give you the digital copy of the game yeah. so make sure that you do that before you trade it in but nope. it's a cool little i think it's a cool supplemental Still system if you want to if you want a second system for your household sure. i mean or if you, you don't have an xbox 3 like if you don't have any of the the older stuff and you just want that game pass thing it's such a great idea it is it is but unfortunately with the, with the backwards compatible you have to put your xbox 360 disc in yeah and then you have to leave it in like it'll download and it can stay on your hard drive but it will not play the game unless that disc is oh in. really yep it checks to make sure the disc is in otherwise uh, okay. you could just bring your friend's discs over and Gamefly or whatever you're absolutely doing. what i would yeah do. yeah so no what, what it does is like it 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 authenticates and says oh you you are going to play this disc version of this game. We'll download the the version of the Xbox 360 onto your Xbox 360 emulator that's built in here. And then if your disc is not on there, it will error out. So, yeah. Oh, I've I tried don't believe there was ever a digital 360 Robert. I don't recall. I don't. I think I don't remember. This is going to be. I think this is going to be the first discless. The Wii. The one. Wii had a discless system. Really? Yeah. When? It was. I'm, I'm gonna, was that near the end of the I'm life gonna, cycle? I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm pretty sure uh, that a discless system, and I'm pretty okay. sure it may have been Japan only. But I'll, I'll look that. Up. Oh, okay, that, well, that would. Be while cool. I look that up, let's. We got some more stuff about E3, which yeah. which was a little surprising in my opinion. A bummer. Yeah. I mean, so EA has joined the ranks of 
no press conference at E3. The cringe is gone. It's kind of sad. So, no, to, uh, honestly speaking, it's not a bad play by EA because I say this in the nicest way possible. Their conference was always the worst. Uh, what they would always do with their gimmicks of bringing out like sports stars that nerds don't care about as much. Uh, you know, I, I think, did they bring Pele out one year they for did. FIFA? They did. And like, it's like, it's Pele. Like, he's not, one, he's not even in the game. Two, like, yes, we all know that he's a legend, but that was like 30 years ago that he was a legend. Uh, whatever. But it was all, it, like, the lines were always weird. They always picked a host, like, who, like, tried to carry it and didn't and couldn't uh, because of what they had to work with. So what they've announced is that they are not going to do a conference. They are still going to be at E3. They are still going to have a, pre uh, a presence, but what they're going to do is a lot of mini streams and they want it to be all about the games. It's even on their tagline. If you go to EA.com, they want to be all about the games. There's going to be multiple live streams and multiple first hands. Uh, that means, I'm not going to tune in for much. Like I, I I'm not going to have time to tune into multiple little live streams. I want, it's just, it's, it's, it goes back to what I keep praising Nintendo on, like respect my time. Mm -hmm. So how many times do you want me to be paying attention to Twitch and pull up your EA channel? Yeah. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. I'm going to have to watch summaries. I'm, there's no way I'm going to sit yeah. through. Uh, it's kind of like the Nintendo Treehouse stuff. Like, mm. like, and I appreciate that Nintendo will, will give you like a highlights and then they'll be like, we'll show you, show you more on the Treehouse." But the more isn't like anything like that's a complete mic drop. It's just like, oh, let's dive in on the, on the games. Like I appreciated that when they did that. But yeah, Nintendo respects your time and they gave you what you needed in a, you know, seven minute seven minutes for uh, the last nintendo direct on pokemon seven minutes was pokemon and then the one before that with the jam-packed full of announcements was 31 minutes yeah but that had that did have a ton of stuff in it no but i'm saying it was still like it was 31 minutes like beginning to end no no pauses no nothing yeah. like you know uh so i think I think from one perspective, it's a good idea for EA to drop the conference, but I think doing multiple like little live streams like that, I don't think it's necessarily going to be that successful. I think what will end up being better for them is if you see their representatives on your favorite live podcast like you know if you're seeing if you're seeing your IGNs and your kind of funnies and your easy out you know all those people that are actually there mm -hmm. if you get people if you have people going on those shows to advertise a game I think that's going to end up being better I don't think that's what they're going to do that's what they should do yeah no, I'd, I'd agree I think that I think that works better I think we're in a different climate it's no longer the climate where you have to have a a big conference full of people that paid to, paid to go there or my favorite yeah sorry go ahead. No, go ahead. my favorite thing about uh is uh devolver uh digital who has quickly become one of my favorite publishers yeah. just because of how fun they are like so many good games uh that have come out just this the the last 12 months alone the messenger's great um what just came out from them that was good but anyways they tweeted out uh for what it's worth we're still gonna be at e3 so like them and Microsoft, like they're gonna be holding down the fort. I'm wondering, like, is it only a matter of time until Bethesda says they're not gonna be there? Uh, I wonder, like, how that's gonna go. Like, who's gonna be left standing when it when we get to June? Yeah, 
Um, that's a good question. I don't think everyone's going to bail. No, I don't but, think so either. But this is going to be it's going to be a much more streamlined year, which the 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 floor, the game floor is what mm. what like I hope stays like you don't have to have the presentation. Nintendo's shown like they they're not going to have an E3 presentation, but they have a booth. Like, yeah, so, and it's only like one game or two games. And that's fine, but like what I, what I yeah. mean is you don't have to have the presentation. You don't have to rent out that space uh, and create give a presentation live, which you know, will be memefied like crazy. Uh, you can have a well-packaged presentation digitally yeah. and then also yeah. be there so the, pre- so the press people can, can you know, check the game uh, hands-on right there. It's, that's perfect. It's exactly what is needed. Um, I think that we're, mo- we're going to move towards that, and in maybe a year or two, probably. It's my guess. I know, so I know Sony's not going to do it, but man, if they would just come out like just all of a sudden, just appear on a Twitch live stream or something, and be like, "Hey, guess what? Last of Us Two comes out in September." Like just something like that would be <laughs> so awesome. Uh, so That'd be so awesome. awesome. You know what else else is going to be awesome is Jedi Fallen Order. Which we've, yeah! been, we've been talking about, we were very excited about, and we just found, well, we announced, I believe last week we were talking about, they will be uh, showing footage at Cel- Star Wars Celebration. We did. And we now have confirmation uh, that Chris Avalon uh, from uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, who's a writer for Knights of the Old Republic 2, yeah. Yeah, uh, right. Yep, will be, uh, is, is involved, um, which is, again, hopeful. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to act like I knew this guy's name before I didn't, it was no. said. It's a, uh, it's a KOTOR. That's all I care about. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And what and what he said, basically, somebody just kind of like asked him a question. And they said, like, hey, Chris, what you working on? And he's like, well, can't completely tell you, but I did just finish up work with Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, <laughs> so, like, that's cool. Um, and to be able to have your name attached to a legendary game like KOTOR 2, uh, that's encouraging. And the fact that Apex Legends has done so well, that's got to be encouraged. Like, I know it's probably not the same team working on the game, but the fact that your company has a huge morale boost going into Star Wars and that you're going to have this game shown, you have a big writer from one of the last great Star Wars games attached to your game now that... I'm still keeping until this game comes out. I'm still trying to maintain hype levels of normalcy, but it, they are starting to make it harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I imagine after the Disney, th- after the uh, no Star Wars, uh, yeah. it's going to be even harder than that. It is. Um, I'm really, I'm really hopeful that this is, you know, a genesis for them in in a revolution or sorry uh, a renaissance if you will of star wars games because we had the dark times uh of (laughs) before the empire um but before before ea we had we had some great games and then the dark times of ea came in and just obliterated that and it turned everything into either cash grab or destroyed anything that was that was worthwhile um and what we get is like scraps that people are just happy because it's Star Wars. And I think that is that KOTOR was made by Bioware before yep. Mass Effect, before Dragon Age, before the, before they were acquired mm-hmm. by yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I'm I'm still hopeful. Um I think I think it's going to be good. I think this is going to be the one. I'm maintaining it. No, I'm going to I'm going to wait. 
You're gonna wait. I thought Battle. I thought Battlefront Two was gonna be good. I mean, and honestly, I'll still maintain that Battlefront Two is a fun game. It was just ruined by a, a lot of other things, but uh, fun and great are not the same thing. This is true. This is true. And it's time for everyone's favorite show. It is time for You Made Me Do This. Each and every week, I will put up a post on what is now or what is currently Facebook.com slash Tweetouch. That might change in the long run. But uh, somewhere around Tuesday, I will put up a post because I decided that I want this to be a community show. And by I, I mean we. Uh, decided that and to do that, I want you guys to give us topics. So on Tuesdays when I make that post, I want to hear what do you want us to talk about? Uh, what do you want to talk about with us? Uh, so for example, this week, we're going to be talking about Alex's topic, which is, is VR still the next big thing? No, next topic. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, VR, VR is still... For the past 30 or 40 years, I guess, I'm thinking like 80s, they were talking about VR, right? For, mm -hmm. Forever. VR, I guess 35 years, whatever. VR has been the future. And I think yeah. that we're getting closer and closer and closer to it being viable, it being cheap enough, um, it being intuitive enough. We're getting much closer uh hololens they did a re uh, recent presentation on the new hololens where um it's like i don't know if it's a retinal scan but putting the putting the visor on identifies who you are and logs you in uh as your user uh it tracks not just your hands but your fingers uh with mm -hmm. articulation which um which is great i mean i just did the star wars um uh, vo the void, uh, the void experience, yeah. which I really enjoyed. But as I was playing it, I'm like, this is this is all, maybe as as high a quality as it gets for a commercial standpoint. You know, there's private labs and everything that they're pushing the limits. But mm -hmm. from a commercial standpoint, this is as good as it gets. And it was glitchy, and I loved it. I mean, I was I was immersed. It was great, but I could see the seams, if you will. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting better. I think that was that was that made me feel almost like I was in a holodeck. Honestly, mm -hmm. I mean, I saw problems with it, but it was like it was like an early version of the holodeck where you're like, okay, I know this really isn't happening, but it's really good, it's really immersive. What do you think about VR? So I want to establish one thing that you mentioned uh, is separate. So Hololens mm -hmm. is actually AR. I mean, it's it's a combination of AR yeah, and true. VR. So, which I did want to talk about, and I do have on my list of things to talk about in terms of the next big thing. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, VR, virtual reality, AR, augmented reality. So virtual reality being you put something on, or there's an environment created around you, whereas augmented reality takes where you're sitting, uh, you know, or standing or wherever, it adds things to the world that you're yes. in. So just so, just so we're clear on the different uh, things. So 
I did have one little thing for you, a little history tidbit as I like to throw in every once in a while. When do you think the first VR head-mounted uh, display, so headset, was invented? Okay, I think I know. I don't know the exact year, but it was in the 50s, wasn't it? 60s. 60s. Ah, I was close. I thought it was like late 50s. It's something stupid, like ridiculous that you wouldn't expect. Um, right. The, uh, I don't know if you found the patent for it or like the papers on it or anything, mm-hmm. but like they mm-hmm. were talking about like they were integrating smell and other things into yeah. it. Yeah. Cause, cause, Smell-o-vision? Yeah, because it's totally smell-o-vision like, you know, the theaters had back then and trying to get anyone in yeah. there back in the late 50s and stuff. So, yeah, I just thought that was crazy. I, I knew it was crazy early. I should have said 60s, but... The uh, first actual VR head-mounted display was created in 1968. That's crazy. By a guy named Ivan Sutherland. Good job, Ivan. So, is it still the next big thing? Uh, you said no, and I said yes and no. I, uh, that's what I was basically saying. I was joking saying no, but no, it's yeah. it, it has so much potential. It still has potential, but it hasn't found uh, enough niches to be in every household that's what it has to be it has to be what um i would say with the the nes did where it where it changed what people thought about video games in this case what people think about vr it's gonna have to completely throw it on its uh, on its head and make it cheap enough and easy enough to understand that anyone and everyone will want one yeah i think the i think honestly the stuff that's coming for it so the reason why i say yes and no is we are getting to a point where the tech, uh, like you already mentioned, is getting to a price point um, that makes sense. And then Robert is mentioning the other thing in the chat that it has been the other big issue with VR headsets, and that is wires. And that is where we're approaching from a household standpoint uh, with things like the Oculus Quest, uh, which is a standalone VR gaming system, uh, price pointed. Uh, I think three ninety nine is the price mm. point for the Quest that I wrote down. Not bad, not not great, but the fact the big thing is is that it's standalone. You do not need a computer uh, to play with the Quest. It is a gaming VR set. They already had the Oculus Go for those of you who had heard about that. But what that was is while it was also standalone, the hardware and it was more meant for watching those VR videos or. Uh, what I dream of in terms of live sports experience and like live concerts where you could be at the, like, I I, like, I would love to put on a headset and be watching like a Colts game on the 50 yard line. Like that would be awesome. Um, To be able to change your perspective, you know, you're at the 50 yard line. That's a great, that's a great seat for some, you know, for some plays, but as it gets closer to the end zone, to be able to toggle and be like, okay, I want these seats. That's I want yeah. to be close to the action. Being able to do that, and in concerts, I've, I've said this before, but in concerts to say, you know, I want to watch this concert. You know, I just kind of want to watch this this bassist or, or drummer or whatever. Like if you're if that's yeah. your instrument or you happen to like that person, whatever it is, um, to be able to just change basically your change almost changing camera angles and being able to look around, be amazing. Love it. Yeah. And so you have a big difference between where it started, like even the uh, where price point, the PSVR is the most successful VR on the market to date. It does have a ton of wires, but from a price point standpoint, it was the, at the time, the uh, best priced VR that did, uh, that did a great job. 
but the, just like six chords, you had to have like an additional like uh, Robert might correct me on this. I think you had a, I had to have an additional GPU that you yeah. plugged in. Yeah, you do. Okay, I have one. GPU. Yeah. Okay, uh, additional GPU that you plugged in. Uh, now with this coming Oculus Quest, I think as the things like the Oculus Quest. Say that comes down to the Go's price in the next two or three years. The Go is currently one ninety nine. Give me the Quest at one ninety nine, where I can play uh, some of those great VR games that have come out. I think that you're starting to have, in terms of the next big thing, the next big thing in terms of invading households. To me, the next big thing is what you already mentioned and what uh, what just had a huge showing. I think two days ago is augmented reality and things like the hololens too yeah they said the hololens too i'm just i just read some articles today in preparing for this segment just blew the doors off of everybody that put it on it's lighter than the hololens yeah. one it functions better like I, I i've never done anything really augmented reality beyond like look you know the dumb things that you do with the camera on your phone which is still cool yeah. but like uh i can't imagine the thing about that being the next big thing, though, is like where VR is right now. I think we're about to hit the next big thing of VR coming into more households, mm -hmm. and then AR needs to get cheaper because a HoloLens 2 is going to run you like 4Gs. Yeah. And the cheapest AR thing that I've been able to find so far is around a thousand bucks. So I found another one called the Magic Leap. That one's two grand. Um, that one comes with, it's a headset and it has like a thing that you clip onto your belt mm -hmm. as a GPU. Um, that does some power. It still looks cool. It's yeah. just none of those are viable. And then I uh, even uh, Oculus with Facebook, uh, they are now targeting. Um, uh, enterprise solutions so they want to make the oculus go mm -hmm. enterprise they also want to make oculus quest enterprise so they want to start sticking that in businesses mm -hmm. uh google uh the failed google glass in terms of uh widespread marketability now they are also exclusively making a google glass just for uh enterprise solutions that's interesting so that's where i i want to say is it the next big thing no but i think it's i think vr is still very very viable i think it's still coming along and i think in the next one to two generations yeah. you're going to see like that tech like that's where tech has to go right now when you look at computers uh i was li listening to a uh computer podcast this week and learning kind of like about technology where back in the 80s the difference between a year mm -hmm. of uh, chips and and computer technology, like you're talking just leaps and bounds between a year, right? You couldn't keep up. Now, if you compared a 2019 system to a 2009 system, while there is going to be differences, the factor of increase in technology does, isn't over one. You might see like a 50% increase as opposed to 100 percent or more but where there is still lots of room for growth is this vr space is this ar space like that's where there is to go now so he asks is it the next big thing i think it's a current i think it's the current big thing um yeah i think it's i think it's the current big space to go into no i, I would agree and um it, this is this is one of those moments this event 
you know, if you looked back 20 years before, you know, it's like buy stock at Apple or, or buy stock in Amazon. Right. Or like if you knew which company to go with right now, you'd probably make a lot of money because like you said, it's going to go in the, it's not just consumer based, but it's going to go into, like you said, the enterprise sector. And by the enterprise sector, if you guys don't know what we're referring to, referring to small businesses or, um, or workers being able to use these for, you know, for jobs. And yeah, I think I saw something with like Google Glass where like using it at like a, a car, a car plant, for example, yeah. and on the Google Glass screen, it's showing you like next the next part that needs to be placed. Yeah, like in real time. Yeah, I mean, it would be really cool. I'm, I'm sure they already thought about this, but like also like uh, to find defects as you like to yeah. it's, it's going to be able to scan and be like, oh, hey, there's a defect here. And then the person can look at it and go. Uh, it's not that big of a, a big of a deal or oh good catch because it may be something that structurally uh, you know wouldn't have been may, may or may not have been caught so there's a lot of great applications for this like you said um, the enterprise sector may be a big sell for it and then maybe that makes it cheap enough that it gets into everybody's household that's how computers were we didn't have PCs in everybody's house yeah so did you did you know that since you mentioned defects did you know that like whenever you're buying like an i3 chip or an i5 chip and everything that's just a failed like i9 chip no i didn't know that so like it and again this is a part of that podcast i was listening to in terms of if you buy like uh an i5 chip right now that is be that was because they were making a uh i9 or i7 mm -hmm. or whatever wafer i'm not gonna act like i understand everything but they were making a, they were making a top of the line wafer and that wafer had defects in it and so they closed off some of the huh. the, the cores in it yeah and then made that into what you have in the i5 chip that's interesting. so every time every time that you buy like the lower level it's actually just a failed higher level that's, wafer that's honestly that's a beautiful way to like not recycle but like not waste it's like if if the chipset completely failed and you had to destroy them that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of shrinkage i mean yeah yeah that was i was super i had no idea because i apparently like apparently like i don't understand anything anymore which is not surprising <laughs> at all i lost i lost my computer knowledge a long time ago uh even if it is what i do but that's where i i like to quickly inform people that i'm a software troubleshooter mm -hmm. not a hardware person um, I'm much more software too now it's that I'll, yeah. I'll be talking to people and they're like they're talking about like because i'm not in you know i'm in uh, in telecom and people will be talking about like you know punch down cables and like the the wiring like uh yeah. butt sets and and draw and I'm, I'm i understand the logic but if i'm given the tool and i wouldn't know what to do without googling i mean yeah. i'm gonna google it i'm gonna google it and figure it out but yeah without without knowing yeah yeah it's what's it after researching this uh i think um pretty soon it's not going to happen this year because of the obvious things that are happening in my household but after looking into the oculus quest and what it can do because robert's exactly right that's why i don't didn't want a psvr is because there's like 17 different hdmi cords i wanted one i really i still want one just because i want everything but the Oculus Quest is so enticing to me. Yeah. I, like, I don't have to plug it into anything. Uh, like, it's just give me my two controllers, give me my power. Yeah. Bam. Like, uh, I, I, if if it wasn't for the upcoming 
kid, I probably would have like got one today just because like it seemed that cool. Yeah. Uh, that that's where we are with the VR. So my final answer to this, is it the next big thing? No, because I think it's the current big thing. Yeah, I'd agree. And the wires, one of the things I really wanted to, wanted to do, and I guess I could do with my PlayStation VR is uh, you can you can like watch movies on it and you can set it to uh, like movie theater mode, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and that's can, dope. You can adjust like the screen. So it's like you're watching like an IMAX movie, right? So you put on... Um, you know, whatever your favorite ridiculously great visual movie is. Um, so I, I wanted to like do that, but I wanted to just like lay down on the couch and just experience it, right? Headphones, that, and then just, just be completely immersed. Except the freaking wires. Like I had them, <laughs> I had them, I, I tried to do it and I had them going from my entertainment center over like my, uh, my coffee table and, uh, as I like, I'm thankfully I could I could feel it just slightly, and my dog wasn't doing something crazy. But the dog started like around the wires. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk this. Like to have them like start wrestling and then just yeah, pull I was gonna the say that's off. the biggest thing I'd be worried about. Yeah, I, I stopped as soon as I as soon as I real I felt a little like tugging, and I took off the VR, which is really disorienting once you really get into it. And I took off the VR, yeah. and uh, and the two of them are like kind of messing around around the wires because it's different. Um, yeah. But I was just worried they'd just start wrestling. And what's this thing attached to death? Yeah, what does he do? Like, I'm I'm surprised they didn't jump on top of me. Like, because that's that's what I would expect. Like, if I lay down on the ca- like if I lay down on the uh, on the floor, like maybe do yeah. some stretching or something. Immediately, my my youngest Ridley's like all over. Oh, they can't. All they over. can't resist. All over. It's so uh, yeah. Robert said you'll hang yourself. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> so I think that that about wraps up this week's uh you made me do this again every tuesday i'm gonna put up a post on facebook.com slash triage i'm gonna ask for your topics please bring them to us pretty much anything nerdy that you want us to discuss uh we will talk about it you know so feel free to bring that up again facebook.com slash triage check it out on youtube after the fact if you miss it I think that's about going to wrap it up. I think so. We love you, every one of you, for different reasons. Have fun. I like you the normal amount. (laughs) 